Hey friends, welcome back to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. Are you looking forward to the gardening season, but at the same time, you're not really sure where to get started? Maybe you're trying to figure out what would be the best way to plant. Should you start with container gardening? Should you try to do raised beds? Or should you look at doing an in-ground bed? Well, over the next few weeks, I'm actually going to talk with you about these different options that, that are available to you. And then also I'm going to share with you some things that would be good to plant, some supplies that you would need if you're going to choose that option. We're just going to take a deep dive into what are the different methods that you can use to actually plant your garden. And then that way you can figure out what is actually going to work best for you and your family. So let's go ahead and get started with our first one today. Hi friend, do you dream of having a garden but you don't know where to start? Do you want to switch to more natural products but feel overwhelmed by all the options? Do you believe that a holistic lifestyle would help your special needs kiddo but you're daunted by all the information out there? Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast where you will learn how to work towards your dream for homesteading, gardening, and holistic living in small, simple steps that won't overwhelm you. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm a wife, Jesus follower, and mom to some amazing kids. As some of my kids began experiencing health struggles and developmental delays, I decided it was time to switch to a holistic lifestyle. I quickly became stressed out and burnt out, feeling like I needed to change everything at once. I finally realized that I had to start making one small change at a time, then build from there. I learned to walk this holistic journey in a way that works for me and my family, without stress or overwhelm or constantly feeling like I wasn't doing enough. If you're ready to hear from another mama who understands what it's like to have no time and who can help you make changes towards better health for your family in a way that works for your specific life, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in your earbuds, reheat your coffee for the third time, and let's do this. So today, what I want to talk with you about is actually the method of using container gardening. And this is going to be, we're actually going to probably break this up into two parts. I'm going to try to keep these pretty short because I don't want to overwhelm you with a bunch of information. And I really want you to have time to kind of absorb what I'm saying as far as if this would be a good option for you, what are some different supplies you'll need. And then later on, we'll talk about what are good crops to actually plant in a container garden. Um, of course, there's going to be some variety to that and you'll have to just stay tuned for that because it is going to be a little bit specific to the types of containers that you choose, but we will chat about that later today. We're just going to talk about what might make container gardening a good option for you. And what I want to say is container gardening is great. In my opinion, if you are just getting started, if you are a beginner, I think container gardening is an amazing choice. And I'll kind of share a little bit about why, but also it's great if you just don't have a lot of space. So you can even grow stuff on like a back deck or a back patio or anything like that. It just, it really helps you if you feel like you're stuck in a place where you don't really have any land or maybe you don't even have a backyard. You are still able to grow something whenever you are able to use a container garden especially whenever you can do something like vertical growing, which is honestly a favorite of mine. So yeah, the reason why I think that this is really good for beginners is because there tends to be a lot less work required. You're going to have less weeding. Really, honestly, for the most part, you probably won't really have any weeding at all. Occasionally, like a bird might drop a seed in or like one of my pots or something like that. And I'll have to, if it sprouts, I'll have to pull that out. But for the most part, I really don't ever have to weed my containers. And if that's something that you're worried about, 
if you don't have a lot of time throughout the week and you're feeling like, oh, I want to do this, but I'm really pressed for time. In my opinion, container gardening is the way to go because there's just a lot less maintenance in my in-ground beds. Even with the different methods that we use, we still have to spend a decent amount of time weeding. And I am trying some different methods of growing this year to see if we can help with that. But thus far, it has still required more time for my actual in-ground beds just because of having to go through and weed because obviously I don't want all of those weeds taking the nutrients from my plants. So I need to get those out of there. Another great option or why this would be another great option for you would be if you actually have bad soil. So maybe you have the space, but your soil is just, maybe it's really clay-like. Our soil is actually fairly clay-like, but we have worked around that, which I'll share in a later episode about how we've done that. Um, but maybe you just don't want to have to mess with it. Maybe you don't want to mess with having to improve your soil. I will say we have amazing soil now in our in-ground beds, but it, it has been several years of me working with the soil. So it does take time. And again, if you're pressed for time, you just don't really know what you're doing. Maybe you don't want to mess with it. If that's the case, then a container garden would be great for you. So we know obviously you're going to have a lot less maintenance time. Also, another great thing is just the fact that it typically is going to draw less disease or pest as well versus maybe like an in-ground bed or something like that. You're just less likely to have an issue with disease and pests, which can also be very time consuming. I can't tell you how much time I spent last year trying to save my squash plants from the squash bugs. <laughs> so that can also, again, be another very time consuming thing. The one thing I will say though about using containers for, for growing your vegetables or fruits even is just the fact that you will actually, it will require more fertilization. So for me, especially like an in-ground bed, I tend to put down a layer of compost or something like that. And then I might fertilize it. I don't know. It depends on what I use, but maybe like once or twice during the growing season. But that is not the case with a container. The plant has such a limited space to grow in and it will use up the nutrients that are in that soil. Even if you use potting soil, it still will use up those nutrients much faster than whenever it's something that's either that's attached to the ground. They can soak up nutrients from the soil. It has a, a wider space around it, all of that. So what I typically do with my containers is I try to just fertilize them about once a week. Although I will say I found a product from MI Gardener. I'll try to remember to link it below, but it's called Trifecta. And I used it last year was the first time I used it. And what I actually really liked about it was the fact that I could just fertilize my plants once during the growing season, even the ones that were in containers because it's so long acting. And I really, really liked that. So if you're feeling like I really want to do container gardening, but I'm afraid I will forget to fertilize my plants. That might be an option for you. I will say it's a little bit of an investment up front, but I actually still have some of my, I bought the bigger bag. I still have some of it from last year. And on top of that, like I said, I wasn't having to go through bags and bags of like earthworm castings or anything like that. So in my opinion, it was worth it because I wasn't having to also remember to fertilize. But if you're looking for more a more budget-friendly option, I think earthworm castings are great. You can also use compost and things like that. There are also other products um, out there on the market that are going to be like a, more of a natural fertilizer. And fish emulsion is actually another thing I have used as well over the years. I tend to keep a variety on hand, although I will say I really was impressed with the Trifecta Plus. My plants did well with it. And again, I wasn't having to remember. But 
If you're looking for that budget-friendly option, definitely take the other route. And then what I would usually do is I just made one set day my day of fertilizing. So it tended to be a day when we had less, we would typically have less going on in our schedule. And I could kind of slow down and take my time checking the plants, making sure I wasn't seeing any signs of disease or pests, and then also going through and fertilizing all the plants and then watering everything really thoroughly. And that's the other thing with container with a container garden is you are going to have to water it more frequently because the soil is going to dry out. It's up in the air, you know, with, with a lot of our in-ground beds and even our raised beds, we have a very thick layer and we tend to mulch it up so that it will retain the moisture and you just don't have that with a container garden. So that is something you're going to have to do as well. But if it's something where you're just stepping out onto your back porch and you have your watering pitcher there ready to go, it can be done very easily. For me, it's just about creating the habit. So creating the habit of once a week, maybe it's every Friday, you fertilize those plants and then you are also making sure you're thoroughly watering them. Um, And you're just going to want to check and make sure that the soil is not drying out. Okay, the last thing we will actually talk about today is what kind of pots or containers can you use to actually start your container garden? Now, this can be honestly as cheap or as expensive as you want it to be. If you're like me, I really like things to be very aesthetically pleasing. I love beautiful things. The garden for me is a place... It's there obviously to help my family to offer us food and stuff like that, but it's also a place of relaxation for me and it's something that I want to be very beautiful. I want it to be like eye pleasing to the eye and it's important to me and so therefore we've invested some in trying to make that happen, but I've also... I mean, the raised bed containers that I have, I actually got for free. So I have a mix of both. And I think it really is just about figuring out what's important to you. And it may be that you're completely new at this and you're not even sure if you're going to like it. And if that's the case, I would say go with a cheaper option just to make sure, is this actually something I'm really going to want to do? There's no point in spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on like green stock planters or something like that if you're not really sure. I would say go for a cheaper option, figure out if you love it or not, and then you can always bump up to something that's a lot more pleasing to the eye that just looks beautiful in the following years or whenever your budget allows, or maybe it'll be a wonderful Mother's Day gift, something like that. But the different things you can use are obviously you could use a pot from the store. So you could go and get clay pots or plastic pots or anything like that. I have Honestly, I think all of these that I'm going to mention, I I think I, well, maybe a few of them I don't have, but for the most part, I have used most of these things or I am currently using them. So I, I would say pots are obviously a great option. You could even look at garage sales or thrift stores if you're not wanting to spend a bunch of money as they can still be pretty pricey at the store. Another option would be to get the fabric grow bags. I have found these on Amazon. We actually, whenever we first started doing like our berry bushes and stuff, I was not sure how much longer we were going to be at our house. So I just got the 20 gallon grow bags and I planted our blueberry bushes in those. And it works wonderful for that. So there are a variety of sizes depending on what you're wanting to grow. Obviously you can alternate the size and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next episode. But there really are different options. There's a lot out there. The grow bags are not that expensive. I will say like especially with my 20 gallon ones that were pretty pretty full pretty heavy with soil I did have I had to move a couple of them and we just drug them by the handles and a few of them did rip but for the most part they have been very durable 
I've had no issues with them. I've reused them multiple seasons in a row. Like I actually just kept the soil in there and then refreshed the soil with some compost and stuff like that and then replanted in them and had no issues whatsoever. So I think that's a really good option that's not extremely expensive. Last I checked, I don't I don't remember, but I want to say depending on the size, but probably five gallon bags. I want to say maybe I got like a five or 10 pack for 20 bucks. I, I can't remember now, but anyways, not terribly expensive in my opinion. Um, I've actually also seen people use bathtubs. So if you have an old bathtub or you find one, maybe someone's getting rid of one. That's something you could actually find as a free option. Um, I could actually see that looking really pretty, honestly, especially if you could find like an old claw foot tub or something like that and then plant like a lot of herbs or maybe flowers. You could even do like medicinal flowers in it. I could see that being very beautiful. That is one I actually don't have, but I could see that being a really fun option. Another thing would be stacking planters. So this would be like a green stock or like I have stacking planters that I just buy from Aldi. I think every spring they come out with them. I It's a three pack for $13 or last year it was anyways. Super affordable. And I use those. I have like multiple sets of them. I probably have like seven or eight sets of them. And I actually like to grow a lot of my herbs in those. And I have them in my garden and also on my back deck. So it works really well in my opinion. And again, you don't have to spend all of the money on the green stock. They are pretty pricey, very well made. But if you don't have that in your budget, I've actually even seen, although on a much smaller scale, I've actually seen Dollar Tree carry these stacking planters. Now they're very small. You would only be able to do maybe things like salad greens or herbs or anything like that in those whereas the green stock and the ones I get from Aldi are a lot deeper so it just gives you more options of things you can plant in them but still it could be a great starting point for you. I've also seen people use buckets. Um, I've seen people use plastic totes. I have seen people I've actually seen people use like a kiddie pool and they just drill holes in the bottom because with all of these you want to make sure that there is a way for drainage because you don't want the the water all sitting in the bottom and just getting the soil getting soggy and overly damp. So with any of these options that you choose, just make sure you have a way to drill holes in order to create enough drainage with those, the option that you choose. Anyways, I would love to hear from you. What is it that you use for a container? If you have a container garden, is there something really creative that you've done? Head over to our free Facebook community and share with us, maybe even share a picture of what your container garden looks like if you have that. If that's part of your garden or share with us what it is that you're wanting to use in order to get started. You can find it at bit.ly slash motherhood community. And I also just want to share with you guys that on Thursday, I will come back with part two of this episode. We will share what you will need in order to get started with your container garden, and then also some really good produce that you can grow in a container garden. So I will see you guys back on Thursday. I hope you have a wonderful day. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who is wanting to live more holistically without the overwhelm? Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. It blesses and encourages me to know that this show is helping you. All right, friends, it's time for me to go work in the garden and make some homemade bone broth. I will see you back next week.